hungry. hungry. Run, run the track. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Well, darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only Welcome to the Dirty Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Cookie. And as always, thank you so much for joining me today. You could be anywhere else listening to anybody else, but you are here with your girl and I appreciate you. It never goes unnoticed. Again, make sure to subscribe and like on the YouTube. Uh, Leave your thoughts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, y'all. It's women's basketball. Um, The ladies do their thing. They work just as hard as the men. But it's always been a little bit of a challenge to get everybody to give it the type of attention and respect that it deserves. We just had the Final Four. Shout out to the LSU Lady Tigers for doing the damn thing (laughs) and defeating the Iowa Hawkeyes, the team that was set to win. Everybody has their favorites, right? Okay. Now... The sad thing is we don't really get to talk about the game per se. It was an excellent game, amazing game. LSU played their asses off. But as always, you know, we got to have some controversy, right? We have to. Otherwise, who would we be if we didn't have some mess, some drama, something? So we got one player. One special player by the name of Angel Reese, a.k.a. the Bayou Barbie. This girl could honestly be an influencer if she wanted to. If she didn't play basketball, she could literally have a platform just based off her being tall, gorgeous, and just that personality, that girl. So apparently she's from Baltimore. So, you know, she got a little edge on her, but she's extremely talented. We have Caitlin Clark, the superstar of Iowa. That was the opposing team. She's been named the female Kobe Bryant. The girl is good. Like, she's a hooper. But somehow in this process, we forgot that athletes are athletes. Or maybe it's that black girls should be treated the same way as white girls. So let's get into it. All right. So in previous games, Caitlin did her thing. She balled out. And when she did, she let it be known. She had a little cockiness on the court. Nothing wrong with it. And let me just start by saying, bro, I ain't been an athlete since the Bush administration. Since I've had my puberty knees, it's been a while since I've done anything athletic. But the one thing I do know is shit talking is a part of the game. That's what keeps everything interesting. That's what keeps everybody tuned in. Because to be honest, a lot of people don't put the respect deserved on women's basketball. They call it boring. Whatever the case, Angel brings a certain type of energy. And I haven't even been tapped in long to the good sis. But from what I have seen so far, she is what the game needs. She is confident she believes in it she entertains she's absolutely gorgeous she's really that girl and you want that it gets people talking all right so during the south carolina game look caitlin might have a you know 
she waved off another player like they wasn't important. Like, yo, I'm really not even trying to guard you. You ain't on my level. You ain't got that sauce. I'm not worried about you. Well, obviously, LSU caught wind of it and was like, I bet. Because the thing about sisterhood, when somebody ain't treating your sister with the... If somebody disrespecting your sister, you're going to avenge them. That's girl code. You play with my sister, you play with me. And obviously, Angel was like, I bet. I'm going to see you, sis. <laughs> this shit ain't about to be sweet. And of course, LSU took it. They came, they balled out. And what did Angel do? She gave sis what she dished out. You can't see me. Give us our ring as she should, as she earned the right to. She bragged. She, Angel did what needed to be done. Or should we say what's naturally a part of athleticism? If folks ain't competitive, what are we even doing? The whole goal is to win. That's not the problem. The problem is how black women are expected to be humble no matter what goes on. There is an obsession with our humility, and it's about time we talk about it. There is always this grateful for the opportunity attitude that is expected for us to carry no matter what it is. It's basketball, no matter what sport it is, even in corporate, we're always treated like we need to dim our light to make everybody else comfortable. And obviously that's the situation with Angel. Keep in mind, Caitlin did the exact same shit. And now folks are cherry picking why what Angel did was wrong. Oh, she didn't chase the player around. Number one, she didn't chase nobody. She walked and she made sure Caitlin could see her. Like, all right, sis, you can't see us either. You thought that, you thought shit was sweet. Now we're going to show you what it is. But you know, white America is always going to show its ass, always. She's classless, poor sportsmanship. Now, if you look at some of the blogs prior to this game, Caitlin was being applauded for what she did. Commentators laughing. I don't know what this is. Ooh, she didn't even need to acknowledge her. She gave her the I don't even need to guard you. Everything Caitlin did was funny until she met her match. Not to take anything away from her. The problem with y'all is y'all make white girls victims even when they are not. Because Caitlyn is a competitor, she understood what the hell it was. The girl even did an interview saying, look, you know what? Leave Angela alone. She doesn't deserve backlash. Like, it's going to be some shit talking during this game. She understands what it is. But y'all grown asses. Y'all hypocritical asses. Anytime it has something to do with a black woman, black people in general. And let's be clear, classless is literally coded for ghetto. Let's just call a thing a motherfucking thing. Let's just call a thing a thing. Classless, it, it's cold word for ghetto. Y'all ain't fooling nobody out here when y'all say that. Y'all want to call us niggas so bad, but when you can't do it, you find something else, even though the math ain't mathin'. And let's discuss it. Women, black women deal with this every day in the corporate in the corporate world, needing to water ourselves down, needing to worry about white fragility and not offending anybody. Because, oh, my God, if we do any of our accomplishments are null and void. We all know this. If you check somebody, if you get in somebody's ass from a per my last email, if you let somebody know I'm not the one or the two, you are deemed a threat, which brings us to our beloved first lady, Jill Biden. So she decides that, you know, Iowa played so good, both of them should be invited to the White House. Girl, what? 
Since when does the losing team get an invite to the White House? I'll tell you when. When you are trying to make sure white America is okay. Mommy kiss a boo-boo? We want to make sure nobody's offended. And also, it's really a way to put us in our place. LSU won that game fair and square. In no way, shape, or form should they be sharing their light with a team that they beat. That doesn't make sense. But again, it does make sense. This is America, right? We don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I do find it interesting, very interesting, that Joe Biden has somehow forgot the demographic, the people, the group that helped get her geriatric-ass husband, who we knew was not going to do. <laughs> we knew what it was going to be with Joe Biden, but all we knew was Cheeto had to get out of office. But black women worked tirelessly campaigning, speaking on that man's behalf against our better, well, not our better judgment. We knew, we, we knew what it was. We just had to go. Folks went with the lesser of two evils, but black women worked very hard to get Biden in office. And he knew how to tap dance and cater. So, Jill, this is what you do with re-election right around the corner? Sis, you sure about that? Okay. All I'm saying is, to be black is to understand you always have to walk on eggshells. You always have to make sure everybody else is comfortable. You can't be too confident. You know what I'm saying? You can't pop your shit out here without somebody labeling you something. Never mind what any other group of people does. We always have to make sure people are okay with us. People are not threatened by us. What I love about Angel Reese is she stood 10 toes down on it. Y'all call me ghetto. Y'all said I was too hood. I don't fit in y'all box. So you know what? Forget y'all. I'm a ride for girls like me. I'm going to let people know it's okay to be you. I'm going to be that example for little black girls that your blackness is enough. Who you are is enough. You don't have to perform for other people. And I'm here for it. As much as we complain about the younger generation, the younger generation then figured it out. No matter, what we go, no matter what we do, the minute we step out of line, we don't make y'all comfortable, you're going ju to judge us. You're going to judge us. So we might as well just be ourselves unapologetically, and I can't be mad about that. Honestly, Bayou Barbie is our ancestors' wildest dream because she gives zero fucks. <laughs> Thank God for her. Thank God for Angel Reese. Because hopefully every little black girl was looking at her and saying, you know what? I can be great. I can stand in my greatness. I ain't got to make nobody comfortable. I earn this. I work for this. And also, I'm an honor girl code. I'm going to ride behind my sisters. You come for my sister, I'm going to check you. Because Angel made it real clear. She don't stand for too much disrespect. So, Caitlin, sorry. You tried it with a girl. She had to let you know. I'm here for that. That is sisterhood. Y'all missing that very, very important point of sisterhood in what she did. She wasn't just letting her know, yeah, we whooped your ass. She letting her know, you came for my friend as well. You came for the other girls as well. And we ain't cool with that. And that's something that we have to do. Now, the talk about Angel being too much. Comments I hadn't seen this week. Somebody better get Shikari Jr., which, first of all, stop playing. I saw somebody go as far as to say, if y'all don't check her right now, the industry will. 
This came from skin folk. Man, of course, because you know how y'all are. Instead of celebrating this black woman, getting behind her and her as a trailblazer, because literally the message is clear. I want people to be okay being themselves. Now you're starting to tear her down because you think she because you think she's doing too much. How is she doing too much when so many people came at her for being an athlete? I think more folks have paid attention to women's basketball this Final Four than ever before. Now, short story about how I got introduced to Dallas, Texas. I came here in 2017 when my girl, shout out to Deanna Jackson. She is now the head coach of the Kansas City women's basketball team. Uh, she, I've known her since second grade. She's always been dope. She played ball, went to OU. She was a point guard. Shout out to number 35. But she became a coach. But the year she started coaching uh, Mississippi State, you know, they made it to the Final Four. It was a very historic year for them. I chased them everywhere. Sweet 16. I chased them everywhere. But I ended up driving to Dallas for the Final Four where they had a historic game against UConn. This was a very important game because when my girl played for OU, they lost to UConn. So this was her chance at redemption, and they beat them. And I just fell in love with Dallas that year. I had no idea I would be moving here in 2020. So really – Women's basketball is a huge part of the reason I'm here in Dallas, that I got introduced to Dallas as a city. So shout out to her. If y'all don't know who that is, get into what she does, get into her work. She's going to be actually hosting a kids basketball camp in Kansas City this year. So if you have kids and you want them to learn how to hoop, send them to the best. All right. So we got that out of the way. I, I'm, a D, I'm a Coach D groupie. I'm a Deanna Jackson groupie. Get into her, okay? But again, her coaching Mississippi State is what had me really paying attention to women's basketball and how dope it is and how talented this women, these women are and how y'all really need to respect their craft and their athleticism. So again, it's so many people that had judgments about that game. I guarantee you half of y'all didn't even watch it. You know you didn't. But the microaggressions towards black women, it doesn't matter if you're in basketball, kickball, so Angel Reese is a prime example of how no matter what we do, we don't bow down to y'all. When we beat y'all, whatever it is, you're going to always find ways to critique us and let any other group White, do the exact same thing, and you brush it off as passionate. I went back to videos prior to the LSU-Iowa game, and I saw folks laughing and joking about, you know, how Caitlin is passionate. And, you know, when you score those kind of points, you can be a little cocky. Okay, so what is it? You can be cocky when you winning, or you just need to have good sportsmanship no matter who you are. Because at this point, y'all are confusing me. I just want black women to wrap this around your brain that you need to be unapologetically you no matter what. Not just because you're not here to make anybody else comfortable, but you're setting the standard for those behind you. 
Anytime you stand up for yourself, anytime you double down on being proud of your blackness and being proud of your confidence and how you carry yourself and your wins, you're letting the next generation know it is okay not to be intimidated. You don't have to try to assimilate. You can be yourself because you're good enough. And we've talked about this a million times on this platform. Just cut it out. Black women understand our power. We know our swag. We know that everybody's watching us. We know we're talented. We don't have to shrink ourselves to make y'all comfortable. And if people like Jill Biden want to coddle and make, and the thing is, like I said, Kayla know what it is. She knows what it is. Let's, I, and I ain't even got into Angel saying, you know what? We don't need to go to the White House. <laughs> we ain't even got to go. If that's how y'all plan, we ain't got to go. Because to be honest, the only house that Iowa needs to be invited to is waffle or pasta. Go to the pasta house. Get, you, get, get some carbs in your system so you can win next time. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> it's just a beautiful time to be a black woman. So this is your midweek cookie crumble. Had to get this in. We had to acknowledge the double standards that still exist in society when it comes to black people and black, but black women in particular. We're not here to make y'all comfortable anymore. We're here to exist. We will absolutely be in take. We will absolutely be taking up space and you need to deal with it. So with that being said, whatever it is we in right now, wherever you are, as applicable, wear applicable, wear your mask, wash your hands, socially distance. And when you get a free moment, please remember to clean out your dirty bag. Till next time. Well, darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only one God.